0: But first, The uh, Voice continues to dominate the headlines with the uh, PM Albanese fronting questions at the National Press Club today on how quickly, after a successful referendum, should that happen, a treaty process might unfold. He says he's focused on, first and foremost, shepherding The Voice through. Now, the week has been a week of action for the Yes campaign, with an official launching happening in Adelaide, which is uh, where we find our federal reporter for Indigenous affairs, Dana Morris this week. Dana is, of course, a plantagenet, Paraba, mob in Tassie. Dana, the campaign kicks off tomorrow at the Tandanya National Aboriginal Cultural Institute. Who's being? Who's on this uh, from the Heart organisation? A quick.
1: Overview. Yeah, good evening, Philip. I am uh, coming to you from Adelaide on Ghana country this evening. And uh, yeah, as you say, we will see the official launch of the Yes campaign uh, for uh, the Indigenous Voice of Parliament kick off tomorrow night and just to cover us off before we get into all of that i will just uh mention as well for balance uh we don't have anything from the no campaign yet there are two teams running a no campaign advance australia and recognize a better way they we'll haven't decided
0: talk, we'll talk about those later that they, they fascinate
1: fab. me Let's park them for a while and talk about Dean Parkin. He is the director of From the Heart, which is the organisation that is sort of running this launch. He's one of the organisations in the Yes Alliance, which is like a group of organisations that also includes uh, uh, groups like Uh, Australians for Indigenous recognition Uh, and so they've all come together here in Adelaide. There are volunteers here from across the country and they're doing what's called campaign labs. So essentially they're learning how to go and convince people in their electorates to vote yes. Uh, Also in From the Heart we have Kenny Bedford uh, who is very well known as part of the uh, Thursday Island in the Torres Strait Island. Torres Strait, I should say, the Referendum Council dialogue up there. Uh, And there's also uh, people like Tanya Hosh, who is the um, AFL Executive General Manager of Inclusion and Social Policy. She was also South Australian of the year, I believe, a couple of years back and a Torres Strait Islander woman. And uh, there's also uh, Mark Texter, who is... Well, uh,
0: you're forgetting (laughs) Noel Pearson, but, Noel, I must say this Mark Texter thing, I find quite extraordinary. My pacemaker is acting up. I thought Mark Texter was was the sort of researcher for the opposition.
1: No, not at all. Mark Texter um, and, and CT Group, by extension, um, have a real interest in Indigenous advancement and Indigenous affairs. So he's sort of unofficially uh, steering the campaign and there's, um, you know, he's what's called the non-executive director on the group. So he would be putting his political acumen to the test in helping to guide this um, campaign uh, and and inform a lot of what is going on behind the scenes. Which he's we been, been, des- he's to been
0: described by Channel 4 in Britain as one of the most influential political strategists and pollsters to walk the planet, so I guess he's heavily credentialed
1: yeah well you can't you can't question uh, the way that his his group operates and the success that they've had on varied different campaigns, not just here in Australia but around the world. So he's a real asset uh, for the yes campaign to have in their pocket.
0: Now you had a chat with uh, Dean Parkin and discovered that the campaign will mirror the model that the uh, the teal independent used.
1: That's right. So that's part of what has been happening today um, here at these campaign lab events at uh, Tandanya. So essentially, uh, they think they're going to have the best success with the Yes campaign if it is community driven. Um, And that doesn't just mean the Indigenous community, although they do want the Indigenous community behind this and on board. But essentially, you know, this is a referendum about Indigenous people that will be decided by the rest of the country. So they've got uh, lots of different organisations here in Adelaide um, from across the country. So there's faith groups, there's unions, uh, there's community organisations like the CWA, and they're all here learning how to have first and foremost, what are called kitchen table conversations. So that was a model pioneered by the Victorian Women's Trust uh, and, and that's what was an influential part of the Teal campaign that in Victoria saw Zoe Daniel and Monique Ryan elected. But there was about half a dozen Teal, Teal candidates elected across the country uh, at the last election. And this model was, it doesn't just go back to the last election, it goes back uh, a lot further than that. So that's part of what people are learning to do. And they're going to try and recruit more volunteers uh, and and get more conversations started and get this really spreading at a community level around the country rather than what we've been seeing for the last couple of months. Which my is at a guest is uh, level.
0: my guest is Dana Morse, ABC federal reporter for Indigenous Affairs. Now, I'm a bit confused by Dutton. He's publicly and seemed quite happy to say so that he doesn't think the referendum will get up, but apparently in private. He takes another line.
1: Yes, so I think we're all a little bit confused by Peter Dutton um, and his decision to meet with the referendum working group, which is uh, welcomed and and a good thing, but he asked all the um, government representatives to leave the room while he had that meeting last week in Canberra. And during that meeting, we understand he said to the, the referendum working group that he supports constitutional recognition of Indigenous people He supports a voice, just not this particular model. And uh, he agrees that there are structural problems that need to be addressed when it comes to closing the gap. But then after that meeting, uh, his opposition um, uh, spokesperson for Indigenous Affairs, Julian Lisa, and then Peter Dutton the following day, both said they believe that the referendum is currently not on track for success. So what we can sort of, you know, maybe extrapolate from that is what would make it, in Peter Dutton's eyes, on on track for success? And I think potentially maybe we may see in the future that Peter Dutton changes his mind for some reason. Maybe he'll get some concession on something that he wants on this uh, and then he will uh, potentially vote yes. And then it would be on track for success. So that could be <laughs> his ploy here. Uh, it's hard to see which way he's going to go. We think the Liberals will go with a conscience vote
0: Dana, and everyone I, will go I, their I, own I, way. I find that all very confusing. Now to the naysayers. Two groups. One is recognise a better way. The other is Advance Australia. Let's look at the former, please. With uh, among others, the Honourable John Anderson, a former Deputy PM.
1: Yes, there's a few people of note on the the Recognise a Better Way campaign. So, John is is one of those, a former, as you say, a former Deputy PM, a quite high ranking uh, member of a former government. There's also um, the person that's on that team that attracts a lot of headlines is Warren Mundine, uh, who you know has had a lot to do with. Both sides of politics over uh, his tenure in in both Liberal and Labor, and used to advise uh, Tony Abbott on Indigenous affairs in particular. Uh, and so they're they're one of the campaigns that will be running for no, but they haven't formally decided uh, if if. And when they will have a launch, they might not, they may choose not to have one. And they also haven't launched specific campaign materials at the moment.
0: Then there's uh, Gary Johns, who was a very conservative minister in the Keating Labor government.
1: Yes, yes, so you've got uh, quite a few uh, conservative politicians amongst that group. They will certainly know their way around when it comes to campaigning for no. they will know their way around the political side of this uh, and what messages they want to be putting out there.
0: Okay, who's Ian Conway?
1: Uh, Ian Conway, I can't say I'm too familiar with Philip uh, is he on the recognised yes campaign? he
0: is and he's um He developed Kings Creek stations in the Territory and is credited with creating an educational trust for disadvantaged remote children. Okay, Advance Australia, a bit of an unpleasant mob.
1: Well, I mean, if you want to characterize them, In that fashion, I couldn't possibly comment. Uh, But they're the other groups that are going to be uh, part of this No campaign. And we saw a couple of weeks ago uh, Jacinta Jimpa price split from the Recognise a Better Way campaign and migrated across to the Advance campaign. Now, she said that's about... um, her time and what she's able to offer and and where she feels her time is best spent. Uh, So that's how we've ended up with sort of two groups at once uh, running no campaigns.
0: So neither of these two groups have announced a, uh, a campaign launch date.
1: No, not at the moment. They are um, There are some sort of tiny events happening um, at the moment, but we understand advance are thinking they might have a, a campaign launch closer to the actual referendum date. That might align better with their strategy than going early. Um, because when it comes to the difference between the yes and the no campaign, uh, the yes campaign are trying to convince a lot of people. They're trying to sustain a lot of momentum over a long period of time, whereas the No campaign um, will probably be trying to capitalise closer to the referendum on undecided voters. Uh, So that might work better for them.
0: Now, the push for the treaty ain't going away soon and I guess we'll hear more from the government on that going forward. Thank you, Dana. Back announcing you, you are Dana Morse, ABC Federal Reporter for Indigenous Affairs.